Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, October 20th. The Raphael Warnock campaign goes there. They go up on the air with a tough hitting ad against Walker and those abortion allegations. And President Joe Biden hits the campaign trail in a key battleground state. We got a very telling sign of where things stand in that ultra-competitive Georgia Senate race, the one that may go on to a December 6th runoff if neither Warnock nor Walker get to 50% plus one, the one that may actually, at the end of the day, be the race that determines control of the United States Senate. And when I say that we got a really good look at the state of play there, it has nothing to do with a new poll out of Georgia. It has to do with a surprising move being made by the Warnock campaign. Now, remember, he's the Democratic incumbent senator and one of the most vulnerable Democratic incumbents in the country, largely because he comes from a very purple state, if not a tinge red. And Warnock has been really resistant to jump on the last several weeks of stories now of these allegations surrounding Herschel Walker. You know that a woman has alleged that he paid for her to have an abortion, and she has alleged that he urged her to have a second abortion, though she actually carried that pregnancy to term and gave birth to Walker's son. So CNN has not independently confirmed the woman's allegations. Now, Warnock, the Democrat, has always just gone to his pro-choice, pro-abortion rights policy position when this comes up, instead of sort of going at Walker's character or calling Walker out for the apparent hypocrisy of urging someone to get an abortion, as the allegation is, when you profess to be pro-life. So today, the Warnock campaign launched a television ad that does exactly that, that goes right at Walker, totally apart from the way Warnock has been handling this, which indicates those stories have not sort of put Walker's candidacy at bay. In fact, it indicates that Warnock needs a little bit of that negative firepower to try to still drive up Walker's unfavorables. Listen to the ad. For you, Herschel Walker wants to ban abortion. There's no exception in my mind, like I said, I believe in life. There's not a national ban on abortion right now, and I think that's a problem. But for himself? Herschel Walker paid for an abortion for his then-girlfriend. She supported her claims with a $575 receipt from the abortion clinic. Even his own son is saying Walker is lying. A Walker campaign spokesperson responded to this new ad by saying, quote, Everything points to Herschel having the momentum on his side. Herschel is focused on the issues that Georgians care about, like the economy and crime. That's certainly what Herschel Walker hopes all the Georgians are focused on, since those issues are playing well for Republicans. It's also important to note that Herschel Walker has been in several different places on the abortion issue as a policy matter. As recently as August, according to First on CNN reporting by my colleague Dan Merica, Walker had said that he's against any exceptions to a ban on abortion. But during Friday's one and only Georgia Senate debate, Walker walked that position back and denied that that was his stance. Listen to this exchange, courtesy of News Nation. You've been vocally pro-life, supporting a ban on abortions without exceptions. Would you support a complete ban 
on a national level. Well, first of all, see, that's not true either. I say I support uh, the heartbeat bill. And I say I support the Georgia heartbeat bill because that's the bill of the people from Governor Kemp. And I said that has exceptions in it. I said I'm a Christian, but I'm also representing the people of Georgia. Walker echoed that sentiment in an NBC interview with Kristen Welker. I'm for life. I never said I didn't have an exception. I said I'm for life. But as you know, Herschel Walker has now acknowledged that a check presented to him by NBC News is indeed a $700 check that he wrote. He just claims that none of the allegations are true. That check was not for an abortion as far as he understood. And he's desperately trying to move on. Both Walker and Warnock are out on the campaign trail today. Here's how Raphael Warnock responded to my colleague Eva McKen's questions about this ad and whether or not there's a change in strategy here. I think that uh, the women of this state uh, deserve to know uh, the choice between the two people in front of them uh, and about my commitment uh, to a woman's right to choose. As you hear, Warnock really wouldn't repeat all the sort of negative character attacks that are in the ad. Instead, he stuck to his own sort of preference to make their difference about the policy issue. That's not quite what the ad is doing, but Warnock clearly is going to leave that to the airwaves rather than come out of his mouth directly. One of the other biggest Senate races in the country is also getting a lot of attention today, largely because Air Force One is touching down in the state of Pennsylvania. President Joe Biden went to Pittsburgh today, part of what I'm sort of dubbing his look what we've done tour, trying to really highlight the administration's accomplishments and achievements in these final weeks of the midterm campaign to try to remind voters that he and Democrats in Congress have actually delivered on a lot of their promises. Today's focus was his infrastructure bill, which, of course, was bipartisan, as you know, and he hopes it's going to help John Fetterman, the Democratic nominee for Senate there, across the finish line. Fetterman was at that official event today with the president. He greeted him at the airport when the president arrived in Pennsylvania. And in fact, Fetterman, who, you know, wears hoodies more than anything else, was all dressed up in a suit and tie today, which showed you it was a special day for him in Pennsylvania. Fetterman was then hopping a ride aboard Air Force One across the Commonwealth to Philadelphia, where He will be by the president's side for a campaign fundraiser this evening. We've talked on this podcast that President Biden's approval rating numbers are sort of upside down. He's more unpopular than popular broadly. And that is true in Pennsylvania as well. But clearly, Fetterman sees more good than bad in terms of bringing Biden into the state, a state that Biden won, a state where Biden has been 18 times now in the course of his presidency and will be critical to his reelection chances if he runs again in 2024. Fetterman says, hey, this guy will do me more good than bad, and he'll help me raise a ton of cash when I need it right here at the end of the race. It is worth his upside down poll numbers to stand by his side. And finally today, I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of these stories over the course of the next 19 days with all the attention on election integrity and the ongoing support of Donald Trump's election lie that many Republican candidates are still espousing, as well as the effort from partisans to increase sort of ballot watchers around people voting to try and avoid shenanigans. Some will say to try and intimidate voters. Well, last week, the Maricopa County recorder out in the Phoenix, Arizona area told reporters that people had been recording voters dropping off their ballots in Mesa, Arizona. And now the secretary of state, 
by the way, she is the Democratic nominee for governor in Arizona, Katie Hobbs, has referred a report of voter intimidation to the U.S. Department of Justice and the Arizona Attorney General's office. Arizona Republican gubernatorial nominee Carrie Lake, who of course is backed by former President Trump and has so doubt about the 2020 election results, commented on this report. Haven't heard anything about it. Haven't, you know, it just shows you how concerned people are, though. People are so concerned about the integrity of our election. This is another reason we have to restore integrity. We can't have half of the population or more doubting our elections. As I said, I think we're going to hear a lot more of these kinds of stories and also the stress on poll workers that this election season is going to have given all the attention and controversy surrounding how we cast our ballots, how they're counted, and how partisans buy into the legitimacy of election results or lack thereof. By the time we recorded this podcast, we were nearing the 5 million ballots cast mark across the 36 states that we have data for in this midterm election season. That's according to Edison Research and Catalyst. Of the states they track, Florida has had the most votes cast so far, followed by Michigan, California, and Georgia. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.